0: Hey, listeners, this is Chris, your co-host, one of your co-hosts for In the Middle. And uh, Mark's not here right now. I'm uh, currently editing, and we realized about six minutes of our first part of our audio is just not good. Uh, we had some some technical difficulties with our card reader, and so the first six minutes you guys are, are going to miss out on, unless, unless you guys want to go to Twitch you can check out our live stream. There is a recording of it still. Um, Mark, we still need to get a, a YouTube channel so we can get all those videos saved. Because after two weeks, they're gone. Gone forever. So I, uh, I apologize that you're going to have to go to our Twitch. If you want to catch the first six minutes, uh, you're going to have to probably skip through about, about mm, 45 to 30 minutes. Uh, before you get to the actual start of the show, and then you'll see us mess up with the card error reader, that type of stuff. Uh, and but then you'll you'll listen to the first six minutes. But yeah, audio sucks sometimes. But thankfully, this time we have a backup. You can go watch us on Twitch at In the Middle, all one word underscore podcast. Uh, th- in those six minutes, you're going to listen to a little bit about Vegas. Like that's how we kind of started it off. We apologize that we weren't doing a live stream in Vegas as part of that six minutes. We also talked about postponing our beer ranking, heavy beer ranking for another episode. We talked about some blackjack, my favorite. We talked about some roulette. And then we talked about the elite, I mean, absolutely elite times that we had uh, in Vegas. And then, you know, then we pick up where you guys are going to listen to right after the intro, which is going to be talking about slots TJ and Nick were pros. So Mark goes into, right after this intro, he goes into when we were talking about slots. So cue the intro. Thank you guys.
1: What you need to learn how to do is bet the a certain amount so it's not necessarily max bet max bet max bet max bet which is like tj's like base strategy right yep but if the max bet isn't hitting then he'll adjust yeah
0: change the denomination yeah right instead of one cent you go to three cent or or five cent or ten cent or right two cent or if
1: you're max betting the ten cent you either drop it down to five or you don't max bet right like yeah you, you switch something up to then get the essentially the computer to change its strategy based on what you're doing. And you almost like trick it like, yeah, I'm a, I'm a do half bets for like 10 spins and then bam, I'm right back to the max bets. And then it starts hitting. And once you get on a roll and you start hitting bonuses consistently, that's when you can really start making some money. Now, granted one of TJ and Nick's problem is, is they would hit really nicely on a machine and they'd even hit a couple of times, but they would hit a bunch of miners, and they're like, I know the jackpot's in here. And they would keep going, and they would eventually let it eat their money. Yeah. But um, but we also got to watch them win some Fuku dollars. We did. A couple and times. So a couple things that I will say, uh, just with regards to slots. These are three slot stories I'm going to share. Number one, <laughs> I loved how, as we were walking around to the different casinos, and we hit... God, just about all of them. Yeah. I think Treasure Island might have been... Like, Treasure Island, the Aria, and the Waldorf, I think were the only casinos we did not hit on the Strip.
0: Yeah, we hit the Link, Caesars, Bellagio,
1: MGM, Planet Hollywood. Flamingo. Yeah. Like, yeah, we hit them all. Yeah, Um, it was sick. So, the best part about it was, is we would walk into a casino of one of the hotels, one of the resorts, and... And be like, all right, what machine are you feeling, you know? And everyone kind of had their favorite machines, whether it was the Willy Wonka one or, you know, whatever. But if it wasn't going well, we would start doing this, like,
0: (laughs) this energy (laughs) feel. Yeah.
1: And you were my favorite one because you would literally close your eyes and hold your hand out and, like, do a slow 360 spin. And then you would just, like, start walking forward with your eyes closed (laughs) in a crowded (laughs) casino. Like, it was just so funny. Um, But my favorite part that actually occurred was i was the feeler yeah you know and i was i was vibing out i was looking you know trying to feel i kind of found a machine that spoke to me a little bit and i I worked my way over there and then just barely out of the corner of my eye i saw something and i immediately was like this is the one that's it baby and it was Christmas Vacation, which yep. is my favorite Christmas movie of all oh, time. Oh, dude,
0: yeah, the second, yeah, the yeah. first full day, yeah, uh, that was that was Friday, yeah. And we go over one. to
1: Christmas Vacation, and we put in like I don't even remember what it was. It was like two, three hundred bucks, and we're spinning, we're spinning, we're spinning, and it's not happening. And I even started looking at the guys. I'm like, I am so sorry. I really thought, yeah, this thing was gonna hit. Like I felt a pull on my heartstrings, literal last spin Yep. this thing hits like 600 bucks and i was like yeah (laughs) let's go i did it yeah and we're all (laughs) losing our minds because we came out ahead we spun i think our our rule was always like either five or ten more spins if it doesn't hit another bonus then we move on and yeah we hit five spins and we we left that that slot machine but that felt so good was to feel like there's a big one in here right and then you hit it yep yeah, baby. That yeah, TJ nice.
0: and uh, Nate. Jeez, Nate. Nick. <laughs> Nick did that on Saturday uh, when we were there at the Palm, and they they literally had zero dollars on their last spin. Yep. They put I think I don't remember four in it or something. It was usually like that. about four hundred. Yeah. And they hit a five hundred dollar jackpot,
1: and they're like, "Whoop! All right." good thing with that last spin went <laughs> yeah and it was always we would always either hit on the same number so say we put in 300 we would always hit on 150 yeah or, or like something we could never get below that number we yep. would always hit and then ultimately we would just have to decide when to quit um that was the case with the willy wonka one um mm-hmm. or yeah it would come down to that last spin um so so yeah between being the feeler and hitting that that was really exciting but then I also, um, on uh, Saturday morning, um, so it was our last full day there, Saturday morning we we go out to the casinos and we all convinced each other, like, let's all put a hundred bucks in. Right. And what happened?
0: Uh, we played for about three hours, two hours probably. Right.
1: Yeah. And what happened to all of our $100 bills that we entered in? Uh, Drano. Yeah. Gone. Yeah. Didn't didn't win a single thing. Yep. five hundred bucks. We went to didn't win anything. We went to three
0: different casinos. We started at Caesars with our five hundred. Mm-hmm. We cashed out after we lost about a hundred, two hundred dollars. I think we we cashed out three hundred to go to New York, New York.
1: Well, we went Bellagio and then New York, New York. We lost in New York, New York. I I think no, we lost in the MGM. Was it MGM? Yeah. Okay. Anyway, we went through four casinos. It lasted quite a bit. But we never like we never got back into we didn't get the to, positive. No,
0: we didn't ever get
1: Yeah. To. It was like we'd lose 100 next casino, lose 100 next casino, <laughs> yeah. lose 100 next casino. <laughs> yep. And so we lost it. And that was the first time in the first 48 hours we were there that I that I like walked away negative. Yep. Everything else we played, whether it was slots, blackjack, crap, whatever. Yep. I always came out at least a little bit ahead. So I was building in Vegas. The 100 goes by and I was still ahead, but I was like, uh-oh, like yeah. it's starting to shift. <laughs> I, I could feel Don't the mood. like it. And honestly, I carried that mood with me throughout the day. Like I just, I, I was not feeling the vibes because that initial 100, it was like that was the first one all five of us went in on right. and I was like, uh-oh, like, yeah, it's not good. So... We kind of get down to it, and I'm down to probably my last hundred bucks. And I get with Nick, and there's this Buffalo machine that, or no, not Buffalo machine. It was a
0: oh, one of the Asian machines
1: yeah. uh, that TJ just did not want to play. Yep. And so Nick and I hopped on that machine. And we start rolling and like fourth spin, like we hit like a mini bonus or something. It was like, okay, cool. And then we kept going, kept going, kept and like (laughs) I could literally see my bankroll building back up. And it was so awesome. Like, oh, finally I'm gonna hit slots. And so we cashed out and I didn't quite break even. We went and got on the blackjack table. I came one hand away from breaking clean even for Vegas. And I was gonna pocket that money and then just play with like the winnings that were left. Yep. I pushed on that hand.
0: Oh no! And then the
1: rest of my time in Vegas, I just bled. <laughs> I still walked home at the very end of Saturday night. Right. I went to the uh, roulette table with my last twenty dollars, put it on black. I won, and I said, "That's it. I'm ending this. I'm ending this trip on a win." Yep. And I walked away with forty bucks. So that was good for me. But the last slot story is the most exciting of all the slot stories because you were not there we were in the airport it was me tj and nick
0: oh yeah I heard here's a little what bit about happened it though
1: you you saw you saw the end result what yeah. you didn't see was everything that happened before it so we had an hour before our flight and of course tj and nick can't stop trying to win money <laughs> so we we start hitting up the very tiny slot room um you know, maybe like 20 different slot games total. Right. And so we're walking around and doing the feeler thing. And all right, we tried Game of Thrones. So we start doing that. And then we hopped over to another one. And then we hopped over to another one and whatever. So TJ's playing. Um, I don't even remember which game it was, but he's playing it. And he's doing like $5 bets or something like that. Wasn't paying out, wasn't paying out. So he gets up, walks around the corner, sits down at another one, starts playing that wasn't paying up, gets up again, comes back around the corner. A guy had done the vulture thing. He sat down where TJ was, played the exact same hands, and apparently during the time, TJ was gone five minutes. Yeah. Dude hit $3,200. No way. On TJ's exact same bets. Oh. And nothing's worse, right? Then it's like, oh, if I would have just stuck it out or if yep. I would have put a little bit more money in, would have been Okay. Damn so TJ's... And, and at this point, TJ was getting very frustrated. Yeah, I like, can imagine. Because they had not hit a big one. Like, they right. won 100 here, 100 there, you know. I think their biggest spin was like 800 bucks. Yep. But nothing major. And so Nick sits down at a machine. It's like their last $200 that they're going to play with. TJ's like, I got to go to the bathroom. So it's like, all we right, right, we'll, we'll roll this out, and then we'll hop on the plane. Okay? So TJ goes to go to the bathroom and all of a sudden <laughs> nick starts you know waving at me i'm standing behind him watching the slots he's like tj's winning tj's winning go by tj i'm like what are you talking about tj's winning go by tj i'm like tj's in the bathroom what do you mean he's winning?" he goes no he's right over there and he's pointing so everybody on the stream he's right over there go stand by him and and so i like kind of poked my head around the corner because i couldn't see him but tj had apparently sat down oh on the way to the bathroom yeah on the way to the bathroom (laughs) put money into the buffalo machine which again is a machine he does not play he does not like the buffalo machine but he felt it four spins in he hits a bonus and the bonus starts pumping out like forty dollars forty dollars forty dollars and it's like what is happening so tj's like okay like i'm gonna walk away with a couple hundred on the very last reel four grand hits it walks away forty five hundred dollars on four spins which he split with nick which was nice because he didn't have to because technically it was tj's money it wasn't their split money right but yeah split enough literally last possible our flight was boarding last possible slot machine hits forty five hundred he's never had to fill out a tax form before and when he did and he had to fill out a tax form yeah right there in the airport
0: Yeah, so I was wondering what that tax that that limit was. Like, is it like two thousand bucks? Is it fifteen hundred? Is it?
1: I think it's two thousand. Yeah, I don't know. I think I'm not quite sure. The well, okay, yeah. The the big thing is is if you're winning cash, no one's gonna bat an eye, right? Yeah. But if you win, yeah, on a slot machine, then yeah, you have to pay out. Huh? Yeah. Um. So yeah, there's the slot stories.
0: Dang it! Oh yeah, talking about the airport. Oh, <laughs> talking about the airport. We get on our flight, and mind you, it was thirty minutes late. Okay, we we're supposed to leave board at at one o eight Vegas time. Leave at one twenty four. Was that's what our flight was booked for? Mm-hmm. I we got on the plane. We didn't start boarding until uh, one forty five. Okay, we all get on the freaking plane and then the first thing that the flight attendant comes on like literally the last dude i saw him sit down flight attendant finally took off got uh got back to the airport and uh it was uh it was a good trip but i did not sleep yeah did you, not sleep. you did not go to bed that last night i didn't from that jet lag baby i didn't have any i was just super freaking tired still the next day yeah <laughs> yeah i thought i was gonna be able to sleep like 10 hours and be okay but um it didn't happen that way
1: okay well i'll go ahead and i'll tell you about my way home but then we'll jump back into some vegas stories and different things that we did so oh yeah our flight also got delayed turns out we were all on the plane and i kept just noticing like the door is not shut yet why have they not shut the door and I look at TJ and Nick, and I'm just like, guys, what's going on? And they're just like, man, this is not good. We're probably going to have to disboard. <laughs> sure enough, like five minutes goes by. Pilot gets on the thing, and he's like, hey, we got a maintenance issue on the plane. We're going to have to ask everybody to get off. We're, we're trying to figure things out for you. You know, we really apologize, whatever. Turns out it was a like a weather radar thing that was screwed up on our plane, which normally is not a big deal but we were going to be flying through some storms and so you need to have a active working weather radar so what they ended up doing is there was a flight that was going to san jose a couple gates down from us right and we're in vegas right san jose's in california <clears throat> no weather from vegas to california so they took all the san jose passengers stuck them on our plane oh, with man. the bad weather radar because ah. they weren't going to run their weather. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they stuck that's us on their plane with a good weather radar. And then we, you know, flew home and that was fine. So we're an hour behind and, you know, we have a five hour drive home. And I'm just like, okay, hour delay. That's not a big deal. Like, could have been much worse, right? Yeah, right. So we get home, get off the plane. You know, flight was fine, a little bumpy, no big deal. We go down to the baggage claim, you know, the terminal. Here come our bags, you know, TJ gets his, Nick gets his, I get mine, TJ gets his, Nick only had one, so we're just waiting on my duffel bag. We're waiting, we're waiting, <laughs> <God> and <dude. laughs> doesn't come. Mm. So we go over to the baggage claim people, and we're just like, hey, you know, seems like this terminal's done pumping out suitcases and stuff, we don't see my bag. And they're like, okay, well, it's possible it just got stuck. Um, so we'll send up some trays and, and, you know, you might have to wait for the next group of flights to come in and, you know, hopefully their suitcases will push it along, right. but you're welcome to also go check the other conveyor belts. So we were like, okay. So we went around checked the conveyor belts wasn't on anything. Um, we also looked to see if anyone else had picked it up, but I was the only one with that bag on the flight and I knew that. So, uh, couldn't find it. And then the next flight gets in, all their stuff comes up no sign of my bag so i'm just like ah, oh, damn it this sucks now the good news is is a it, it was a bag that like yes there were items in it that like were irreplaceable so like both the tj's watches were in there i had like my nice dress shoes in there i had the stand that is holding our camera <laughs> right. you know but but it, yep. it wasn't like my clothes and like Anything majorly important, you right. know, it was all itemized stuff that you know they could pay me for, and it was fine. Yep. So, I fill out a report, you know, which of course that took between waiting for my luggage and filling out the report. That took an extra like ninety minutes off our clock. So now it's like, oh god, we're two and a half hours behind schedule, and we still had to drive forty minutes to TJ's house, pick up my car. And i told nick i was like dude i'm just ready to get home we got some rain on the way i'd like to try to beat it home that way we're not driving home in storms he's like yeah that's cool whatever i'm like maybe if we're lucky they will call us before we get too far out right and sure enough literally right before the split where it's like you can go to i-70 or you can go to the airport they call me i'm like yes like they found my bag right so we'd veer off to the airport but again i'm thinking to myself okay here's a 20 minute detour probably 10 minutes inside that's gonna put us behind another 30 minutes plus we gotta get back to the interstate yeah so, more time behind yeah almost another hour so i get in there and i go up to the you know the desk and the lady waves at me and she's like oh hey like glad you glad you made it glad you're back i'm like yeah me too <laughs> like where's my bag she goes well i've got good news and bad news i'm like you've got to be Kidding me she's like good news we we have your bag obviously and i'm like okay she goes but the bad news is it's right here and she <laughs> points behind her and there's a giant trash bag behind her. oh and i'm no. like that's not my bag <laughs> it's a, trash, that's a trash, bag. <laughs> trash bag and she's like well turns out your bag did get stuck and it basically got ripped to shreds and we had to gather up all of your material so hopefully it's all here how Over the hell does it get stuck uh, that's the thing i don't understand i don't know and again it's a duffel bag but they should have at least like and again i i do not work at the airport but if it's a duffel bag not a suitcase i feel like you just should be putting it in a bin no matter what. right yeah because it's just it's gonna happen right and it happened to me and i'm sure it happens multiple times a day yeah so it's like, put the damn thing in a tray. Right, right, right. But, so I opened the bag, and I'm like, oh my God. Like, And it was a mess, because I had a poker set in there. Yep. That thing got destroyed. Like, that thing was ripped apart. And that's one of those, like, heavy-duty, yeah, like, dude, metal poker was, sets. That thing looked, looked like... like, like, like a pop can. Yeah. Yeah. It was insane. Um, so there's poker chips all over the place. Oh, all my shit, bathroom dude. crap is, like, all over the place. My conditioner um, exploded. Like, it, everything was just a wreck in there, but I'm pulling stuff out, and thankfully, there were only two things that were unrecoverable, <laughs> which was the poker set and then a watch that my father-in-law had got me, which, as it turns out, was not a super expensive watch. So, like, okay. <clears throat> it, that's good. it was okay. Uh Your tripod took a little bit of damage. Yeah, not much. Though. Um, You know, some of my shoes got a little scuffed up and nothing that I can't buff out and whatnot, but, you know, so i gather my stuff they actually gave me a great new bag like it did they really dude, it's fleek it's, yeah <laughs> it's awesome um, does it have wheels
0: on it it does yes yes it's I love sweet wheels. with
1: a handle and everything yes. yes it's like a duffel bag on wheels with a handle yes it's dope yes um, i love that so that was a nice little upgrade and they paid me um amazon prices for my uh poker set and the watch so i got like a check for like a hundred bucks um dude, the poker set is way more than a hundred dollars, is it not? No, it was like sixty. Which they gave me sixty. That was the most expensive one on there. And they are like, well, they we're only gave be 60. you forty bucks for that watch? Mm-hmm. Because the most expensive one they could find was thirty seven. So they were like, really? We'll round you up to forty. So I was like, All right. Wow. Okay. But
0: it's oh man, that sucks. It does. Like, well, and so the sentimental value, like your father in law gave that to you.
1: Yeah. You know what I mean? For for Christmas two years ago. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Like Sucks. that's the part that sucks yeah and they give you 40 dollars. and the
1: worst part is is i just paid to have that watch like fixed and yeah. cleaned and yeah. crap yeah down So there's. like what a waste damn it
0: shout out to uh yeah uh wolks oh, diamond shoot. oh yeah thank you wolks
1: diamond drool yeah Dro- drool. drool drool diamond drool
0: diamond drool that's a <laughs> that's pretty dope so the kids say dope right
1: yeah dope. it's no cap no cap something like that or, no cap i don't know no no cat i hate cats Facts. no no printer
0: no cat
1: (laughs) so i am now basically like i don't know four hours behind or something and i look at nick i'm just like hey i know we could go back (laughs) to tj's house but like i've already committed i'm ready to go if you are and he's like if you think you can make it like that's fine he's like i've fallen asleep at the wheel many times i just i don't want to put you in that position and i'm definitely not gonna put myself in that position we heard we heard
0: of one of those stories oh he told me all of them on the way back (laughs) terrifying
1: (laughs) so so anyways so no we start driving and we get about 30 minutes out of denver and then you you know it starts raining pretty hard like enough that you couldn't go 85 down the interstate yeah so it's like dang it this sucks and then it started like actually like slushing out of the sky oh no like take this margarita yeah throw it at the camera that's what it looked like hell yeah it was insane couldn't see anything on the road and my lights suck on that prius like they've never been cleaned very fogged over. So it was yep. basically tail lights or bust. We had to <gasps> follow tail lights, otherwise, we were screwed. So we did that for a while. And then eventually, like, literally everybody pulled off the interstate because nobody could see. Oh, shit. It lightened up just a little bit. And Nick and I could see the interstate from the gas station we pulled off in. <laughs> and cars were starting to like travel a little bit faster. So we waited for a semi booked <laughs> it out of the gas station and followed the semi. Then the semi started to pull off and we were like, come on. Damn it. And then a truck blew past us going like 80. So we were like, fuck it. Get behind the truck. <laughs> now I dropped the F bomb. sorry uh, <laughs> so yeah, we got behind the truck and thankfully we drove about another minute after that semi had initially pulled off and it started lightening up, and it was just hail at that point. It was right. hailing, too. Oh, um, shit. Yeah, rain, hail, wind, all that jazz. Um, so it, it became just a hail, but we could see, which was good. Drove through hail for about five minutes, and then we came out of it. And then I was, I swear, I was going like 90. I was like, <laughs> I'm going to get as far as I can before we hit more weather. Right. Because we knew there was some more weather coming up um, around yeah, because like this, this Lyman was- and Goodland and burlington all right. that stuff because this is like at what probably 11 30 uh probably, uh, probably twelve thirty-one. Yeah. actually what
0: Twelve thirty-one, mean 1231? like on the dot Twelve thirty-one, 31 in like what 10 seconds what 12 31 in 10 seconds <laughs> shut up <laughs> 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 there's a bad bathroom so.
1: <laughs> So, so no, yeah, so we're driving. So we're driving home in the rain. We're already on like a four-hour delay. We have to drive slow. All this sort of stuff. But long story short, after probably a good, I would say a quarter of that trip, yeah. driving like forty miles an hour, like through crap weather, we finally were able to just kind of book it home. We caught some more rain and stuff, but not enough to really slow us down. Yeah, I pulled into my driveway at four. Thirty holy a. smokes, bro! When I should have been home at the latest midnight. Jeez, yeah. <laughs> and that was after a full day of traveling. That sucks. That sucked. That. Sucked. And then to make matters worse, since this is a dad cast, right? Yeah. I, love my, I, I <laughs> love my wife. Yeah, I know. I think we all know. We apparently had some miscommunication. Uh oh. Or as I like to call, zero common sense logic. (laughs) Because even on the way home, I texted her. I was like, hey, I'm going to get in about 4.30. Here's what I'm going to need. When the kids wake up, I know they're going to be excited to see me. I want them to come wake me up, tell me hi, hug me, kiss me, all that jazz. Right. But then I need you to take them downstairs, keep them quiet. I just need to sleep till like 10. Right. Because otherwise I'm going to be a zombie. I'm going to be grumpy. I'm going to be worthless. Like, I just need a few, like, uninterrupted hours of sleep. Yep. And then I will be good to go. Not only did she not receive that text, but even if she did see it once she did wake up, her thought was, "Um, no, why would you not just wake up, hang out with us for a couple of hours, and then, yeah, you can go sleep all afternoon. Right. Was her mindset. Didn't tell me this was her mindset. <laughs> she just passively, aggressively let me know by letting the kids play upstairs as loud as possible with the curtains open, letting the sun in, and the, our bedroom door open. And I finally got out of bed at like 9... 9 30 something like that after not sleeping since they woke up at like 7 30 so i laid there for like an hour and a half two hours just trying to go to sleep because it's like surely you're not doing this surely you realize i walked in to the house two hours ago three hours ago like surely you're not playing this game And so she went to go run an errand. She's like, you're in charge of kids. (laughs) You got to be kidding me. And when she got back home, and it was like a five-minute errand, but when she got back home, I was holding Jack, and I was like, babe, I just needed like three hours. Yeah, That's that's all I – like I am excited to see you. I'm excited (sighs) to see the kids. I just needed – some sleep to even function i was i was so delirious i was almost in tears like telling her this right. because like i was just so tired and she's like fine whatever go to bed and <laughs> so i did i went and laid down and probably slept about two hours and then yeah i was totally fine after right. that like it worked <laughs> but then she was literally like holding a grunge against me the rest of the day oh, and we no. even kind of like not had it out but we had a discussion about it that night of just and she was just like well whenever i come home like i'm always excited to see the kids and that's always my mindset i'm like okay but when you come home late it's like bar late it's like (laughs) like two (laughs) o'clock and you're drunk so you're gonna pass out right away late yeah or yeah maybe you get home from vacation or something and you know you walk in at 12 o'clock it's like i i know that's not your normal bedtime but like you're still getting essentially a full night's sleep. Yeah.
0: <clears throat> yeah, I mean, six hours is a long time compared to... And
1: I couldn't even fall asleep right few. away from getting home because, yeah, I was just tense driving the whole yep. way through rain and crap. So it even took about an hour for my body to calm down. Plus, I had chugged some energy drinks. Yeah, dude. I, <sighs> so it's like, it yep. was probably 5.30 before I even fell asleep. Right. And then 7.30 rolls around, and here comes the kids, and... I mean, you know, you oh, were yeah. you were up for forty eight hours. I was two hours of sleep is not going to cut it. No, bro, uh, I I got almost eight hours. And, and might I add, do you know what time I went to bed the night before? Yeah, like four thirty. Yeah, it was a freaking. Late. I slept from four thirty Vegas time. Yep. To about nine thirty Vegas yep. time. Five
0: hours. So yep. five
1: hours of sleep. The whole day before, where we were walking. Yeah. Right. So, and, and, drinking and beer. about four hours of sleep the night before that yep. and four hours of sleep the night before that. <laughs> yeah. So all of this compounded. I literally told her, I was like, babe, I am literally running off 15 hours of sleep in four days.
0: Yeah, I know. <laughs> four.
1: Yeah. And you want me to be up and chipper and happy to see everybody? There's no way. There's not. And I'm, not I'm not even a morning person. Even if I got eight hours, I still need like yeah. 30 minutes in the morning to just collect my shit.
0: I finally <laughs> recovered yesterday and then i had a full uh <clears throat> let's see i had a full four hour five hours of sleep last night yeah and so i i finally recovered yesterday and then and then you regress i went i went on a escapade last night with my dad it was fun um we, we might talk about that at some other point but um and then i only got like yeah four or five hours of sleep last night and uh and got home but no, dude, it's it's a it's a struggle and and I think it's it's uh I don't know, it's part of marriage really, you know.
1: And don't get me wrong, I saw her point. Yeah. But the point's moot when it's four thirty AM. Right.
0: <laughs> On fifteen hours of sleep in a four hour stretch. Well, and you had no control over that the four thirty,
1: right? Lord knows. I've been up till we have been yeah. up till four thirty AM playing Xbox. Yep. I ask for no sympathy on those days. Oh, yeah. And in fact, I'm probably waking up like, hey, I'm really sorry I was up late last night. <laughs> yeah. Like trying to make it up to her. Yeah. No, honey, you sleep in. It's fine. Yep. Hey, I just need a cat nap. I'm good. Yep. You know. But 30. <laughs> and, and by the way, I could have stayed. She even told me. She's like, get a hotel if the weather's bad. Right. I'm like, no, I'm coming home. Like, that was <laughs> a, like, a point. I am making this sacrifice for you because I want to be home tonight right for you and the kids i want to be home yep and when i get home here's what i need in order to be available for you and the kids yep and i didn't get that yeah there's not enough coffee in the world i could have slammed (laughs) 18 five-hour energies and not been fine (laughs) it's still not been fine i could have snorted coke in the bathroom (laughs) and not been fine
0: well maybe you might have been who knows whatever i've never done it
1: okay so here's what I want you to tell the audience, because I yeah. just talked for a long time Yep. In between the slot stuff and, and me driving home. I want you to tell me about your first Cirque du Soleil experience. Yes. And I don't want you to just start the show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I want you to start way back when TJ said, hey, I'm buying us tickets yeah. to Cirque du Soleil. I want you yeah. to walk me through the roller coaster of emotions yep. you experienced Yes, and... From beginning to end. While I'm talking, can
0: you walk out since you're closer? Yeah. This is a total dad move, but since you're closer to the fridge, can you grab two beers? I can. Hell yes. Talk away. And I don't care if it's Corona. Corona. Did I roll my there? Corona. That's probably really terrible, sorry. Or a bush light. I don't care. I got Corona's. Okay. Cinco de Mayo. Cinco de podcasto. Cinco de uh, The fifth of the podcast. Uh, so... Say what? Try not to spray it. I won't spray it. Uh, I learned this on a Tic Tac. Remember when we used to do Tic Tacs? Boom. That one was clean. That was clean. So, yeah, so TJ uh, called me probably uh, three weeks, four weeks, uh, probably a month, a month in before we went to Vegas. Yep. And uh, he said, uh, hey, I bought us tickets to a show. That's all he said. I was like, tickets to a show, awesome! All right, didn't didn't ask any questions. So I was like, if TJ thinks it's gonna be a sweet show, it's gonna be a sweet show. So I was like, all right, we're going to a show. There are five Thunder of Thunder from down
1: under. Yeah. Nails. <laughs> <Chippendales. laughs> right. He didn't tell you the show. He just no, said a show. He
0: just said a show. Okay. And so I was like, all right, we're going to a show. And so we, you know, we get to Vegas. So we're we're in the in the first night, Thursday night. We're sitting there and. I was like, Oh yeah, TJ, what show are you going to? Or when are we going to the show? And he's like, Oh, that's uh Friday. Th- Friday, that's tomorrow night. I was like, Oh, what time does start? it start? Starts at seven. I was like, Sweet, what are we going to? Like I've been to Blue Man Group before in Vegas and it was it was awesome. I love Blue Man Group. You see, and I
1: haven't seen that yet.
0: It's a lot of fun. Okay. Um and so I was like, Oh, sweet. Uh, we get to go and uh, see something similar to that. It's kind of my thought. Or maybe somebody like singing, you know, Garth or somebody in Vegas. And uh, he's like, we're going to Circus, circus de Cir- Circus
1: Ole? Cirque de Sole. Cirque
0: de Guy Sole. Like cinco de Mayo.
1: <laughs> Cirque de Sole.
0: Cirque de Podcasto. <laughs> okay. Bingo. <laughs> All right. So we go, and I was like, okay, where's it at? You know, he's like the Bellagio. And I was like, oh, sweet, dude. And I love the Bellagio. Mm-hmm. And so uh, that's, I mean, I was excited, but not like, Anything to get, like, super, like, looking forward to?
1: Did you know anything about Cirque du Soleil before this? The
0: only thing I knew was that there's a lot of people flying around, like, like a, a trapeze, uh, what the hell is Trapeze. They call trapeze. Yeah. That's the only thing I knew. Okay. The only thing. And so we get to, to the O, and we walk in, and TJ has all the tickets, and he scanned them all, and, and he's leading the way, and the guy's, like, pulling them down. And we walk down the stairs, and my my normal pl- place I go, when we walk down the stairs, we get to the first kind of place where you can walk, and then, like, there's another level. Mm-hmm. Normally, I'm about right there, somewhere close to that little walk area. Not TJ. <laughs> and I was like, oh, we're going down further, okay? And then we get, like, a quarter of the way down there. I was like, oh, we're going down further, all right, this these are going to be pretty good seats. And we keep going down further. I was like, "Dude, this is gonna be sweet." And I was like, "Dude, what? No way!" And we get all the way down to the bottom. Yeah. And I was like, "Front row, front freaking row." Yeah. Like, okay, I'm getting excited now. Like, I'm like, all right, this show looks pretty sweet. I look straight up, and I'm not kidding you. That curtain was like 40 freaking feet long.
1: If that thing would have fallen on us, yeah, we we'd would have died. suffocated.
0: We would have died. <laughs> <been> <laughs> <suffocated>. <laughs> have died and that's my safety brain going like, uh, yeah. all right, this thing falls. Uh, our best luck maybe is going onto the stage. Little did I know behind the stage was a, a platform of a stage that can go freaking like 20 feet underwater. Yep. Yeah. So the the whole show starts off and we got there probably 20 minutes i'm guessing 20 minutes early yeah, yeah. 20 minutes early and we go <clears throat> like the show finally starts the oh uh, the slap happy the slap yeah, comedy guys like come out clowns yeah the clowns yeah. come out and they they kind of soften up the crowd a little bit and it was it was good i guess i'm not a, really a slap happy type of guy the slap comedy um
1: well I'm going to stop you here. So two things with Cirque du Soleil that, again, you wouldn't know, uh, going into it anyways. You had a very different experience from most people with Cirque du Soleil. because, And when my wife found out that we were having front row seats, she was like, why would you do that? Because (laughs) there's so much to absorb that when you're in the front row, you can't possibly see everything. Because there's crap going on all around us, which was a perfect example when the clowns came out, because they came on the left side of the stage. We were on the right. We couldn't even see them right away. We could hear something, and we could see the spotlight, but we couldn't actually see them. So, that was like a problem um, with that. So, usually with Cirque du Soleil shows, you actually do want to sit a little bit back so you can see everything. However, we got... We we were literally splash zone, first and foremost. But also um we could see like all the rigging and even yeah. like the wing the the left wing yeah. of the stage uh where they were bringing in the sets and like actors were getting on and off of like their various things and or not actors i guess i should call them uh, like performers yeah. yeah um so like we could kind of see behind the scenes right, which was yeah. really cool um but but going to back to the clown portion nice <laughs> <laughs> He just sprayed me with his corona for the podcast. Faye one didn't hear that. Um But but with the clown thing is I agree with you that first of all, I'm not like I'm not like afraid of clowns or anything like that, but I'm just not a clown guy. Yeah. yeah. And while their comedy was fine, yeah. It when they started the show with that, I was actually excited because I knew how low the bar was being set yeah, right because again you had never seen a it, Do- and you're, you're looking around and you're like that's it what the hell are with these clowns <laughs> right this this is what i have to sit two hours they're through? gonna start the show with this this is the opening number <laughs> right oh my god this is gonna be the worst two hours yeah. of my life
0: yeah and then the curtain opened. dude <laughs> the most grand curtain unveiling I'm not kidding you. Went eighty feet, yeah, backwards, like to open up the entire stage.
1: That stage was
0: massive, and yeah, it was
1: like a football field.
0: And I've never been to anything like that. Right? Looking forty feet up in the air, and it's only six feet away from you. And then all of a sudden, that six foot turns into sixty. Like, and I'm not even kidding you. Like three seconds, I was like. Holy! From then
1: on, and they had that plant too. And when they oh, like yeah, lifted yeah, yeah. him in the curtain, yeah, just like what? Like I heard you, like what the fuck, <laughs> yeah, dude?
0: My mind was like absolutely blown. So I-, I can't even describe everything that happened. There was so oh, much. There's no way there's so much going on. There's flips. There's people like about to die on one one wet arm being caught. Yeah, there was like a dude, uh, dove. From the legit rafters of the building, like pro- at least sixty feet into a, I, I, it looked like a puddle to me.
1: It well, so honestly, dude, it it would maybe be if you took your desk. This is for the stream. Yeah, if you took your desk and you you took the corner and you painted yeah. it, that was about what he landed in. Yeah, dude, like, his margin of error was zero.
0: <laughs> I would say six feet by like maybe 12.
1: Yeah. It was insane.
0: And he landed like I thought he I was going to see a death. I oh, did. Yeah. I was like I'm only watching me die.
1: <laughs> the amount of times I heard you like ah! <laughs> yeah. It's like, During the show. They're going to die.
0: I'm going <laughs> to be here watching it. It's going to be the the first person I ever see like just splat on whatever, water, ground, yeah. air, I don't know. Like my mind was freaking blown. So if you guys are ever in Vegas, and you want to go watch a show, highly, highly recommend to go watch the circus di Soleil. That's <laughs> right. <laughs> Not even
1: close. Uh, yeah, most of the circus shows, if you've ever been to one, you know what we're talking about. They're pretty dope. Um, some are definitely better than others. Oh, was far and away the most like Grand. choreographed, like, yeah, massive sets everything's underwater like yeah that was insane my personal favorite one is Absinthe, which again i'm excited to go back to vegas with you because we will go to absinthe and here's why same spectacular crap yeah right like not as big of a scale but like still like crazy acts where right. you think someone's literally inches away from death <laughs> right but it's also funny it is uh, so yeah. funny yeah and the one thing about circ shows, if again, if you've ever been one, they usually happen in like a dream world. Yeah. And, and like, it, 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 I mean, it feels like you're tripping balls. Yeah. Is, is the way it is. Um, <laughs> Absinthe, not that way. Absinthe is more of like a Moulin Rouge kind of cabaret style. Right. Um, but again, with, uh, I mean, it literally is like a circus, is yeah. what it is. Um, and it's really, really cool. So, so yeah, definitely excited to go back to that. But. My favorite thing was yeah, just sitting next to you during that entire performance and just seeing the look of shock, what happiness, fear, you know, excitement. Like, and and you would like. I, there were times where you would like stand up and cheer like again. You were at a football yeah. game. You were like, oh yeah, do it again. Yeah. Well, when you're
0: yeah, ha- have your first beer before noon, and then
1: if you had a favorite act, what would you say? for me it was the viking ship yeah that That i was was i was honestly
0: about to say the same thing because when they're starting to swing the ship above the water like freaking 30 feet above the water and then all of a sudden like i saw what they were about to do and they literally jumped from one end of the ship on the like when it was going to this apex on the one swing yeah and he like flipped all the way through the ship and then landed like caught the bar on the other side of the ship and the ship was probably 15 20 feet at least
1: and that thing was moving
0: dude it was fast and i was like oh here it comes here it comes here it comes and i was like oh 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 here it comes dude mark watch this watch this watch this like they're about to do it they're about to do it and then like they kept teasing me with it yeah they kept teasing me and then all of a sudden boom it happened and i wasn't even ready for it And i was like mind blown
1: yeah dude Just seeing someone, like, torpedo from one side of the stage to the other. Yeah. And get caught, by the way, with
0: hands. Oh, and then the the Asian people, uh, sorry, I don't mean to not be PC, but they're some type of Asian people. Contortionists. Yeah. Yeah. Dude, those people are creepy. They were walking like the freaking, what I don't
1: uh, Exorcist. Exorcist. (laughs)
0: Yeah. Yeah. Like, all backwards and like, no, no, thank you. It was impressive. I can respect that. But yeah, I I wanted
1: that part to get over like as soon as it started. Yeah, the I I would say the Viking ships and then the giant swings when they were like just launching people in the air. That was dope. Yeah. Um, but again, to go back to the clowns, and and when I was telling my wife about our trip, and because she's like, "What did what Chris think about?" Because TJ and I were the only ones who had been to a Cirque show. Gotcha. Yeah. Afterwards, Nick said he's like, "That definitely was not what I was expecting." Mm I don't know what I was expecting, but that was incredible. I would spend money. Steve didn't even talk. He was just open uh, (laughs) mouthed. Yeah, dude. What just happened? Yeah, dumpster Steve mine was blown to like mine. Like he was, he was short circuiting. Yeah. Um. And you were, of course, very very excited. Yeah. But I was telling her about the show, and I was just like, my my one problem with it was the damn clowns. Like they just slowed everything way too far down. She's like. Well, you know why they do that. I'm like, yeah, Yeah. I know. The performers need a break; like, they can't just be like doing death defying crap for for you know two hours on end, over and over and over and over, night after night after night. I get that, but like, could have been better. Yeah, it wasn't. It was too slow and it was too draggy. That's like, like one of the things. It was right after the pirate ship. Yeah, yeah. The pirate ship, super exciting, had us hyped like crazy thing. (laughs) Yeah, and then the clowns came out and then you thought the performance was over after like five minutes yeah and then it it just kept kept going (laughs) and you're like dude you got me all hyped up and now it's
0: just nothing yeah i was trying to remember there was oh that's when the divers came out was after that wasn't it
1: uh i think that's when the swing came out so yeah it was like awesome thing terrible thing awesome yeah
0: (laughs) yeah but no it was it was a blast and uh and I highly recommend going to one of those shows, even especially if you're not like used to going to any show at all. Like that show would blow your mind. Yeah. Um, and there was still like an artistic vibe to it. Like I, I saw it. Oh, yeah. I saw the theme. I saw kind of the storyline of what they were trying to go for. Yep. Which was fun because um, I'm not an art artistic type of guy. I'm starting to respect it a lot more now since I'm older. But like ten years ago, I'd have been like. Yeah, I saw a bunch of guys flip, and it was awesome. They it almost was, died.
1: It was kind of like... <laughs> I guess if you were to put it in like Disney terms, it was like Aladdin meets Little Mermaid. Bro, Kinda. yeah. Kind of. Or like Aladdin meets Moana. Yeah, yeah, that's exactly
0: what it was. Yeah, and we got sprayed a couple times with water. We did. Yeah. Because <laughs> I was wearing my nice suit, and I was yeah. nervous
1: about that. I was like, dude, I better not get <laughs> soaked. I would be pissed. <laughs> i dressed up for this oh man
0: (laughs) that's good stuff man um so yeah that was vegas that was that was a lot of vegas
1: yeah and we didn't even cover which again we won't get into it because it was definitely one of those you had to be theirs but my favorite thing about the entire trip was not only just the vibes we were constantly putting out you know one of my favorite things was when tj and nick were on the oompa loompa thing right and they both kind of said they're like hey when we play slots we like to turn up the volume you know oh, kind of yeah. hype each other up yeah, yeah you and i were like behind them like let's go man! Yeah. and like all this stuff we had a crowd of like 30 people after gather around after watch yeah after the show and yeah because i was in the bellagio yeah and we had like a crowd of people like watching us because we were behind them just losing our minds over yeah. a slot machine and people are like cheering them on too and that was fun but then so on top of all the hype and the good vibes blackjack table craps table everything else we also just had so many funny like inside jokes yeah and again can't even go into how half of them started right right they, we had green dress we yep. knew that yep. Any, anybody in green like we had that yeah so there was a thing and then we had <laughs> like <a rock. laughs> you, where the hell I did that like we come from rock. Uh, that was the plane ride to Vegas. With oh, Andrew, me TJ okay. and again, can't even tell you how that started. <laughs> <It's> actually started <laughs> like we just we were talking about something, and all of a sudden that came up, mm-hmm. and then it just never left the whole weekend. Yeah,
0: I actually found Steve doing that.
1: How, I was I was looking. How'd for you Steve? sleep last night? Like, a
0: <laughs> like we just did it all yeah. weekend and long, and it was so funny. I was walking around the casino, and I was trying to find Steve, and I was just like. Like a rock and Steve was like, Oh, like a rock and yeah. I was like, Oh, oh there he there is. He
1: is. <laughs> like and those- I mean we we did other fun stuff too. We saw the NFL draft, like we never actually went to it while yep. it was live, but we we rode on the um Ferris wheel. It's called the High Roller Buzz, yeah. the giant Ferris wheel. Which I will say TJ hyped that up a little bit too much for me. Like, it was still a lot it, of fun. It was fun, but like he made it sound like it'd be like eight of us. Yeah. Just going around this thing for 45 minutes to an hour, getting crunk. Right. And what it turned out to be was like 30 of us. <laughs> we got two drinks. In 30 minutes yeah. going around this thing. Mm-hmm. Very crowded. No place to sit. That sort of stuff. But I will say our bartender was dope. Yeah, she was Because cool. she was loading us up with shots yeah. because we were tipping out the butthole. Yeah, dude, and she was just weird. like, I'm going to keep them coming for these guys because mm-hmm. they keep paying me. And that was Which, fun. Which,
0: I wonder if there was, like, I had a thought. They were so sour. I know it's lemon wow, drops. Well, they were lemon drops, yeah. But I second-guessed how much liquor actually oh, was Oh, no, that. I watched her make them. She was yeah? loading those up. Oh, yeah.
1: For real? Oh, yeah. Dude. I, I watched her make them. Yeah, that was legit. No. She she definitely used a lot of, like, again, I don't quite remember what all goes into them, but I'm assuming lemon juice. Yeah. um,
0: There's he, a lot of lemon juice.
1: Yeah, but there was also a lot of, yeah, whatever it is, vodka, tequila, whatever. Yeah yeah it was good
0: <clears throat> the slap cards were definitely out the guys slapping cards yep. on the strip we're only <laughs> on the strip late one night
1: yeah me meet, and even meeting the other groups we yeah. would hype other groups up like some the, my favorite one was somebody who was just like god damn it chris <laughs> yeah and they were talking about a chris in their and then, group and we we're just <laughs> like oh you got one true you guys want to trade we're tired of ours you <laughs> yeah. know like and it was so funny. and then
0: i went and met their group it was fun yeah i'm a i'm a personal guy what can i say
1: and and that's just how it was. The entire time, we were very personable with everybody we yep. were next to, whether it was our dealer, the people next to us on the slot machine, our waiter. Like the
0: like pit boss. Yeah, the
1: pit boss. Who, Jeremy. Yeah,
0: J-Dog. J-Dog, <laughs> who sold a car to one or my, one of our buddies, Nick, sold a car to his sister.
1: Right. Which like, I will say, don't remember much of that night.
0: Really? But. Oh, dude, that was so freaking funny. Well, for reasons. Oh, yeah, yeah. But, but that was so freaking funny. Yeah. All of a sudden, he was like, you guys are from Kansas? Hayes, Kansas? Wait a minute. Do you guys know? And he, like, dropped his sister's name. And Nick was like, dude, I sold her a car literally, like, what was it, like, like two nine months. months ago or something. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like, months ago. And she, and he was like, no way. And he was like, yeah. And he, like, explained exactly what the car was to him. And yeah. he was like, dude, you did sell her a car. Yeah. <laughs> like Small and then, world. And then two nights later... Jeremy came and saw me over at the Baccarat table, which is another game Mm -hmm. you guys need to learn how to play and do it fast, because freaking awesome game. But uh, Jeremy found me playing Baccarat by myself, like, you guys weren't around, and uh, and all of a sudden, he was like, Chris, what's up,
1: dude? I was like... Oh, yeah, he remembered all of our names, it was dope. And... And all of a sudden, oh god that's so good I yeah
0: love it. and then all of a sudden sorry i just opened his beer and uh i found it like i said tic tac new way to open a beer it's pretty awesome um
1: hour 45 write it down
0: hour 45 all right yeah
1: anyways keep going
0: no but he knew he knew not only my first name my last name he also knew at a bomb i'll get to you in a second everybody's name Like he knew everybody's name except for Steve. He's for some reason thought his name was Anthony.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Well, I mean, it could be maybe he thought Tony, so he said Anthony. I don't know. Maybe,
0: hey, what's your name? Yeah, (laughs) (laughs) Ezekiel
1: 145. Real quick, we're gonna recognize something on the podcast. Do you still have that Jose sitting there? Oh, yeah. Okay, so Adam Baum talked about this. We're gonna talk about this both on the podcast and on the screen. Scream, scream. Oh. Okay. So, Sype, do you know what a loaded Corona is? Yes, I do. Yes, you do. Okay. So for those who do not know what a loaded Corona is, you only need about three of them. (laughs) Okay? This is how it works. And again, this will be better for the stream. But you got your Corona. I already took a small sip out of it. But you see how there's this air pocket in the top of the bottle? Drink the neck. You have it literally in every bottle, right? Yep. It's the neck of the bottle. What you do is, is you pour tequila into it and fill up the neck of the bottle right again i took Spend a swig up. already so i'm not gonna do a full the full neck
0: it's about a half but probably half to three
1: quarters of a shot just, maybe a full shot you hold it and you just turn it up yeah dude i can literally see it floating yeah that's awesome and that's how you make a loaded corona so basically yeah. you drink your beer oh uh, gotcha got me back um so yeah you have your full beer you have basically a shot if not at least half a shot of cheap tequila in it (laughs) very cheap and it still tastes perfectly fine i do not like cheap tequila but you give me a load corona yeah again like i said about three of these they'll do me in hey do you remember they're solid do you remember like oh shoot probably the
0: first 20 episodes of uh uh our our podcast that we really love to listen to pretty much each week uh, the guys from up north.
1: Oh well, yeah. You remember what the bit was? Clear beers. Oh, clear you beer. Just dump liquor into the beer. Yeah. So you. Yeah. So yeah, you wait sure.
0: until you wait until <laughs> one of your, you're either your buddies or some of your playing against. Like if you're in a four man scramble, you wanna you wanna do the other team. You don't wanna get your team
1: loaded. Right, right, right. This is this is tournament play only. Yeah,
0: yeah. Or unless you're you're just like. KDH, KDGC. Right, right. If if we're all playing, I tried doing it to you last year, but essentially what you do is you get a little shooter. You did, I did try. You get a shooter, a a shooter of vodka, and then what you do is when they're walking up to the tee, or either to the tee or to the green, and like about to, you know, be there for a little bit, you just take your shot of your little shooter and you just crack it open, dump it into the top of their beer. And then try to like swish it around a little bit and then set it, let it settle. And then when they come back, they start drinking their beer and they're like, oh man. Like, and then two holes later, they can't hit a freaking ball. <laughs> That's right. That's right. Which,
1: That's what I, the, which I will say, you did it to me. I recognize it instantly right because you did it right after that episode and I knew exactly what you did. But what I can tell you is if you do that to me at some point this summer, yeah, I won't remember that and I'll probably be like, why does my beer taste so funny? Uh, and it whatever. won't compute yeah that's the thing is ah uh, whatever it's not like i'm gonna waste it or right. dump it out nah it'll very much be a like uh, fuck it i'll drink it and then nope oh man that's what's gonna happen if if we're ever playing match play and i'm actually like with you by right. like hole seven you're gonna be like all right we gotta put stop to this <laughs> mark needs mark needs to tank hole nine right oh hey that mentions
0: we're not doing any of our uh our or transitions, because we're not really transitioning, but here's a, a, a soft transition. You ready?
1: They're still so good. Golf. Golf.
0: No. Are we talking golf now? Again, three episodes in a row, baby. Yeah, Well, I'm playing Saturday. Are you? Yeah. I got a team in very last minute. Um, well, I say last minute. Last minute to sign up. Is it, wait,
1: is it the Southwind
0: tournament? Yeah.
1: Damn it. I yeah. forgot about it. What's yeah, so, the sorority tournament? Is that like late uh, July? Like yeah that? yeah
0: i think late j- july actually no no it's in june is it i don't know i feel like i'm gone during it okay we'll but, see but the south you gotta wind,
1: get the kdgc we do on the because that one's a four-man. tournament
0: yeah it's a four man right yeah yeah, yeah we'll, we gotta we'll get the kdgc um kansas dad golf circuit yes which all four of us are dads and uh it's gonna be a big thing someday.
1: Yeah, suck it, Chandler. You're not invited.
0: <laughs> well, you can be you can be my caddy, Chan. I still love you.
1: Even though we have carts.
0: <laughs> Even though we have yeah, he can still hand me my clubs. He could
1: he could be the Bev Cart girl. <laughs> oh my god. I mean, he's pretty enough. He is.
0: And he's polite enough. He is. And he likes to get us drunk.
1: Yep. He'll do shots with you.
0: Yeah, I think this could be our Bevcart.
1: All right, Chan. You heard here first. Yep, bev cart. And
0: I have an extra cart that I can ask a buddy, and you can be our bev cart. There we go, dude. Actually, we should hire him, or not even hire him. Just like, like, hey, you need to come I was to this say, tournament. I'm not paying him. You need to come <laughs> to this tournament, and then we're gonna, we'll be the, we'll be the, the inventory for him. Be like, here's all the thirty packs. Well, yeah. Here's what you need to charge. You know, golf course, you can piss off. We have our own cart, our bev cart. <laughs> And we're just going to charge. A private deb cart. And we're just going gonna to go around and be like, all right, charge $3 for, uh, I don't know, a make a ultra.
1: No, you know what we should do? What? I mean, I'm sure we won't get away with it, but like, see what the golf course charges for a beer and, and then, then just lower it by a dollar.
0: Undercut them 50 Have cents. Have Chad
1: drive around. <laughs> Oh, oh, my man. God. That's brilliant. All right. Because even if we lose, we still win. Yeah. <laughs> yep.
0: Yeah. We'll probably get our memberships pulled. Russell uh, Russell's ruthless. I don't know. They're ruthless. They like us, though. They do. They do. But anyway, I uh, I was going to ask you um, for to be a, a um, oh what do you call them, substitute? But I think Mitch is going to be able to make it.
1: Well, I will be in Salina that day. On Saturday? So I apologize. However. Damn. You want to know something great? Because I, I dogged on my wife a little bit earlier, right? Yeah, yeah. Lack of common sense, lack of logic. Yeah, but that's like common, like marital things. Sure. Like I I do the same thing with my wife. You know what's also great about my wife? When she totally redeems herself. <laughs> now, you know what she told me she wanted to do for Mother's Day? What? This is factual. No way. This is totally We're real. talking about golf right now. I know. No way. No, you know what she told me? No. I'm <laughs> she not goes, hey, I don't buy it. For Mother's Day, she goes, Here's what I want to do. And I'm like, okay. She goes, First of all, you're getting up with the kids at seven thirty. I'm like Perfect. Yeah. Already knew that. Got it. Like done. Yep. I mean, we still have church at ten, so yeah. she'll be up at nine. Yep. It won't be that bad. So she'll get to sleep in. Yeah. And then we're having lunch at our house. Okay. Having her mom and dad over, okay. you know, feeding her yeah. mom for Mother's Day. Then she goes, You know what I really want for Mother's Day? I go, What's that, honey? She goes, I want a family golf day. Dude. And for those who don't know, my wife does not golf. No, not at she all. She just rides in the cart and, and takes care of the kids and drinks while I play around. And that's awesome. That's what she that's, wants that's for a Mother's father's, Day. That's a Father's Day day. That is. And you know what her philosophy behind that was? it's mother's day course won't be busy oh my dude she's like name one husband who's gonna be out there I'm oh like, my right. god we'll have the course to ourselves
0: this is living in the year 3022 and, yeah. right now i
1: mean unless you are a wife who golfs and loves golf which oh. there's some of them in russell that
0: will be out there yeah but not dudes but yeah no
1: dude dads are gonna going be out going there golfing on mother's wow. Day. On her request, I got the best wife in the world. I think. I think we're going. Despite her lack of logic, sometimes
0: I think we're going to the zoo, which is gonna be fun. Rolling Hills. Yeah, it's a good zoo. Like yeah, zoo. it's gonna be hot though. I fed a rhino there. I fed. I fed a uh, a giraffe. Well, who hasn't done that? A, a rhino, though. Yeah, Did you milk it.
1: No, i just. Fed Do you it. know how I feed a rhino? This is a, a thousand percent true. They keep their teeth. Like clenched. Yeah. And they got these like big old lips. Yeah. And basically what you do is we were feeding them apples. Okay. And so you hold the apple and they literally, they they like, they kind of slurp it with their lips. They know, like I could literally punch his teeth if I want to. They know to keep their teeth clenched until you pull your hand out. Holy shit. And then they, and that apple's gone. Wow. But yeah, coolest thing I've ever done. I have fed a rhinoceros. I
0: thought you were going to say like you had to tell her a joke. And it was going to be like, ha,
1: ha. <laughs> That. Was... <laughs> no. Want to hear something punny? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That would have been funny. But. All right. And he's like, rhino. <laughs> yeah, rhino. <laughs> rhino. <laughs>
0: oh, that's I so get dumb.
1: It. Punny. That's so dumb.
0: All right, dude. Well, we talked a lot about Vegas. We had to get our golf a little bit of a... We did. A little bit of We, got, we got some
1: dad. We got some yeah. husband crap in there. We get some marriage stuff. That's all good. Yeah. Well, yeah. we'll get back in the swing of things. Yeah. Hey, are you home next week? Yeah, I yeah. am. All right. Uh, next no, week live.
0: Yeah, and I'm going to be home for a little bit. Um, I like to call this my grounding. So, I get grounded a lot in high school. Okay. And dad used to always call it bonding. Okay. I, I want to bond with you. you. You messed up. You broke the rules. I'm going to bond. And so, uh, no fishing trip this year. Oh, yep. okay. Yep. Um, big deal for me. Uh, but it's what I need to do. And this isn't my wife talking. This is truly what I need to do. She opened my eyes to it. Yes. But, I would still be going if I completely disagreed with her. Okay? <laughs> sure. Uh. She's gonna be four four weeks from due date when I go, uh, yeah, when I was supposed to go on the fishing trip. That's too trip. dangerous. Yeah, and so you drive. Yeah, we drive yeah. nine hours, nine hours for the fishing trip. Yeah, you can't do that. So I, uh, she, she opened my eyes up to it, and I, at first I acted like a, a little kid. I had my temper temper tantrum, and uh, I got over it, and uh, it took me a little bit, but I got over it, and I'm breaking a twenty two year streak of going on the fishing trip
1: gonna be worth it
0: it is got a little girl coming I got a wife that I need to take care of girl dad yep I got a wife that I need to be there for emotionally maybe not physically but emotionally I need to be there for her. so <clears throat> I, um, I
1: feel like you deserve this
0: no thank you thank you
1: appreciate it Mark thanks man yep. yeah it's not me it's the live studio audience. oh yeah thank you guys appreciate it
0: yeah yeah Yep. yep. It's real, but, it, but it's it's part of it's part about being a dad, and it sucks, it sucks personally, right? It's one of those selfish, selfish, selfless, selfless thing mm-hmm. that I need to do, and uh, yeah, it's it's uh, all good things should come to an end at some point. I was hoping someday that that was just me when I die, I was gonna make it until I die, <laughs> <laughs> but but uh, right? but no, I'm, I'm you know, being a, another dad. It's not really that it's not, that's not the right way to say it.
1: Um a dad to another yeah, kid. Yeah. Yeah. Anywhere yeah. you were going.
0: Yeah, it's it's important and I don't want to miss any of it and uh and so I want to be home for the next at least uh 7 plus 6 13 weeks. What? Yeah.
1: Like you're not traveling period
0: with a dot. Yeah. Period.
1: Holy 13 episodes we're about to have. Yeah, baby. I think we buckle might... Buckle up in the middle.
0: Yeah. Wait a minute. Buckle up in... Yeah, normally buckle, uh No, so... N- most of the time it's to my right side. Not but if you're I'll in the middle up. seat. Son of a gun. It's to your left. You're right. In the middle. Here we are. 13 episodes coming in. Hot. Live action. Live. Live action. On Twitch. On Twitch. We're gonna be... We had a
1: decent crowd. We were up to like eight viewers at one point in time. Oh, heck yeah, dude. Yeah. That's awesome. It's dwindled a little bit, but we we were up there for a bit. My goal
0: is to become affiliate. I think is yes, what the word affiliate. is. Yeah, uh, we're gonna become affiliate in the next thirteen weeks.
1: Oh yeah, oh yeah, it will happen.
0: Yeah, and then the dough just gonna keep rolling, and then we're gonna get a new camera. We,
1: we need the follows. That's a big thing. We yeah. we have the viewers. Yeah, we have that. We need fifty followers minimum. Fifty. Um, Five zero. I'm not sure last I checked we were at like fifteen, so we gotta get those follows up okay, and then y'all can start earning some sweet sweet free rewards yes um we'll we'll do some cool stuff for the podcast uh or or for the stream that'll happen live on the podcast.
0: yeah dude, we need to do something with to to get some traffic on our on our tweets page too. We'll get them yeah we we should do some promos. Or something.
1: I posted it today.
0: Yeah? Mm -hmm. Okay. All right. Perfect. Well, chat and uh, listeners, if you're live, you're a chat. If you're a listener, it's not live. (laughs) Thank you guys for listening to episode eight of In the Middle Podcast. Of season two. Of season two. Yeah, episode eight of season two. (laughs) Be sure to subscribe. You can find us on all the major podcasting platforms. If you want to support our podcast, be sure to click the link in the show notes and donate to the cast. We want to hear from you guys. So follow us on the tweets page, tweet at us, right? We want to hear from you guys. We want more topics. We want to hear what you want to hear us talk about. Yep. Ad pod, at pod underscore middle. middle. I said ad
1: pod. Ad. Yeah. I mean,
0: we could have some ads. Yeah, for pod. We could. Yeah. I mean, hey,
1: PBR corona yeah.
0: yeah corona uh
1: mama it's not in front of me but the lucha yeah whatever yeah salsa jose cuevo sure yeah i'll, I'll do it i mean i crapped all over your tequila but yeah. if you sponsor me i'll drink the hell out of it
0: we will be your biggest fan
1: yeah yeah so tweet at us at pod underscore middle or our Facebook at pod middle yeah dm dm on facebook facebook mm-hmm.
0: yeah wait a minute dude elon bought twitter
1: is Twitter going to space,
0: dude? Twitter's going to space. To we started space. Back. We started something bigger. <laughs> All right, don't forget to drop that that follow on Twitch as well at In the Middle underscore podcast. Watch us live. You know, make sure the notifications are on so you when mm-hmm. we do go live, you get notified. You can watch us drop in ten five minutes. I don't care thirty minutes. Watch Pre-imposed the whole show. Bang. Yeah, yeah. Watch the whole thing. We're going to have a post-show right for this, this uh, as well. The camera's going to keep rolling.
1: Exclusive.
0: Yeah. We call it uh, In the Middle After Dark.
1: Yeah. <laughs> it gets... <laughs> and the pickles. <laughs> you have to watch to find out.
0: Yeah, you have to watch to find out. Uh, if you guys want to email us, too, I know that's kind of an old thing that we do nowadays. Most times just for work, but... Maybe you have a story that you want to tell us, right? Uh, something that you haven't experienced as a dad. You want to show pictures. You want to, you know, write us a book. Um, something that you want to share that we can we can read on the podcast, we can relate to on the podcast. Hell, if it's really good, a dang good story, we'll call you, and you'll be on the podcast. Yeah. Right? So uh, email us at in the middle, all one word, no spaces, dot or period, dadcast d-a-d-c-a-s-t at gmail.com
1: <laughs> i love how literally all of our things are different yeah i know i do i tried i tried I, so hard no i know <laughs> and got so far yeah but in the end <laughs> it doesn't even matter doesn't even matter <laughs> <laughs> but i feel like that's very midwest of us mm-hmm. like that's such a corporate thing to have the same thing yeah everywhere whereas yeah, we have dumb. four different social medias four different ways to yeah find us.
0: so remember them all and yeah. just do it once and then hit the the subscribe and the notifications 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 and uh and you'll find it very
1: nice <laughs> how much
0: all right that's it mark type. you got anything else Nope, that's it. All right. Thanks, guys. We'll talk at you soon. Bye. Yeah, boy.